Namaste, and welcome back to the channel. Today we're finishing up our series on the three states of mastery, as we discuss the third and highest state of mastery, which I call the channeling state. And as with the previous two states of mastery, this is also a state that one can learn to access for short intervals of time, as well as a level of spiritual intelligence that one can abide in permanently through enough spiritual discipline. And because this is the highest state of mastery achievable, it has a lot to show us about the nature of consciousness, of energy, and spiritual ascension. So please join me for this eighth episode of Spiritual Intelligence as we discuss the third state of mastery, known as the channeling state. In order to understand what the channeling state is and how it happens, we need to have a better idea of the singularity level of SQ that it correlates with. And so just like the previous two states of mastery, the channeling state manifests automatically once one raises their level of spiritual intelligence to the crown chakra level. And this is where one has opened the gateway to intelligent infinity. And Ra says a number of interesting things about this gateway in the Law of One. One of which is that a being who has opened this gateway can basically walk the universe with unfettered tread. Another interesting thing they say is that during the channeling sessions with Carla, that they would enter the instrument's body through the back upper region of the top of the head, which is right where the crown chakra sits above the spinal column. So the reasons why the channeling state correlates to the crown chakra level of SQ are fairly obvious. When the crown chakra is fully opened, it begins to bathe the brain in pure cosmic energy, gifting the being with spiritual genius and profound psychic connection to the universe. And this is because the crown chakra only opens to intelligent infinity or the universal mind once the lower six chakras have been fully activated and evenly balanced, making the entity a kind of living channel for divine intelligence. And this is the singularity state, the level of the great avatars, such as Christ, the Buddha, Krishna, Shiva, Zoroaster, Ma Avatar Babaji, and countless others throughout history. We know that the crown chakra actually rests about two to three inches above the top of the head, where the toroidal field intersects and begins to enter the Sushumna channel, or the spinal column. And so this singularity level has been represented in ancient paintings and depictions of saints and angels, with golden halos above the top of the head, signifying the state of radiant inner illumination. And these are beings that have miracles manifesting around them without any perceivable effort on their behalf. And everything that they speak is incredibly profound and full of divine wisdom, almost as if that they are channeling all the time. This is why the words and teachings of these beings almost always last the test of time. And even today, we still marvel at the brilliance of these beings who lived thousands of years ago in most cases. These are beings who pierced the third eye and crown level, awakening the kundalini energy, 
which allowed them to have such supernatural power and knowledge. They are essentially walking fourth density beings living in a third density body. They represent the highest level of purification possible for a human, or as Ra calls it in the Law of One, crystallization. So how does one achieve such a high level of spiritual intelligence? How is the singularity level reached within a human lifetime? The singularity level is reached when one has transcended every possible aspect of third density consciousness. But this begs the question, what is transcendence? What does it mean to transcend something? We typically think of the word transcendence as overcoming something, but it's more accurately an unbecoming of something. It is an inward movement towards the unblemished true nature. And so this is why the practice of meditation consists of drawing one's attention inwards, past the outer layers of the conscious mind and into the deep mind. So we could say that in the meditative state, one has transcended the conscious mind. At the core of every soul is the one infinite creator in all of its totality. And so the more that we move inwards, the more that we polarize spiritually and access more of the love light and light love that exists within us. So the process of transcending consists in allowing the attention to travel systematically from the grossest aspects of mind to the subtlest and eventually beyond the mind altogether. Or in fewer words, transcendence is the passage of attention from the outermost layer of mind to the innermost layer of all, which is the self. As we continue to transcend subtler and subtler layers of the mind, this directly translates to our experience of the world because we are a microcosm of the macrocosm. So when we transcend a certain layer of our own mind, we simultaneously transcend the corresponding layer of reality. We penetrate deeper through the illusion of separation until eventually consciousness is left alone with nothing left to experience but itself. And this is the singularity state. When the natural silence of the unmanifest self is experienced constantly alongside the activity of the manifest self, and no difference between the two is perceived any longer. Now that we understand how consciousness transcends illusions, let's find a better definition for consciousness as well. We're going to talk more about the role and function of the nervous system in reaching these higher levels of SQ in coming episodes. But for now, it's just important to understand the role that the nervous system plays for consciousness itself. So here's my personal definition. Consciousness is the reflection of the absolute within a given nervous system. Without a nervous system, the body's just an inanimate lump of flesh. The nervous system is sort of the conduit or interface between the subtle body and the physical body that allows the physical body to be animated with the life force of consciousness. The human nervous system consists of the seven energy centers and 72,000 nadis, which feed all of the neurons and synapses 
of the physical body. When we observe a neuron under a microscope, we are watching the subtle body feeding its prana into the physical body's neurology and animating it with life. So we can see that in the same way that our neurons work together to give us life and experience, each one of us is like an individual neuron of the universe. We are the universe becoming conscious of itself, which is why we say that when we wake up, the whole universe wakes up. As the Buddha famously said, when I awakened, the whole world awakened with me. In the same way that Ra teaches our energy centers must be cleansed and balanced, we also do that on behalf of the universe as well. So when any individual becomes completely crystallized, purified of all flaws, they reach the singularity level and access the channeling state permanently. A channeler, however, has to go through this process of transcendence in a different way. When someone channels, they are moving inwards through the layers of the conscious mind and attempting to achieve a trance state. And so although we live in much lower levels of frequency from higher density beings, we can use the trance state to communicate with them or channel them. From the trance state, we can raise our energy level much higher so that higher density beings can lower their energy level to meet us at the same frequency. This is the art of channeling. The channeling state is the highest state of mastery because it requires that one has mastered their masculine and feminine energies because one must use both sides of the brain in order to channel. The right side of the brain is the feminine energy to be receptive to what's coming in. And the left side of the brain is the masculine energy to organize and translate all that information into words and sentences. So we've said that the three states of mastery are really just extensions of one another. Meaning that until you've entered mind-heart coherence, you can't access the flow state. And until you've entered the flow state, you cannot access the channeling state. So the flow state leads into the channeling state because once the body loses all sense of being separate, it will eventually translate to the mind. And once the mind loses all sense of separation, you are in the channeling state. You have become the field of consciousness and are now ready for communication. And while this is a natural and normal state for higher density beings, it is a rare commodity, a rare achievement for third density beings. So there are different levels of channeling based upon the levels of mind transcendence that the person channeling is able to access. Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham, uses lucid channeling. Her eyes are open and she's walking around the stage and engaging with people and the physical world. Because this is a very low level of transcendence, she can only receive a very wide band channel. Abraham, the entity she channels, is sending her impressions, ideas, and feelings, which Esther translates in her own personal way. Daryl Anka, who channels Bashar, practices lucid trance channeling. He closes his eyes so as to transcend the surface levels of mind, and then begins a few minutes of focused breathwork to deepen into trance. And by going deeper into trance than Esther Hicks does, he is able to receive a medium band channel where Bashar sends him calculated information 
ideas and imagery, which Daryl translates while being in a deep flow state. But to his own admission, he is still conscious and aware of everything that Bashar is speaking. Finally, we have full trance channeling, which is how Jane Roberts received the Seth contact, and how Carla Ruckart received the Ra contact. Carla would put herself completely into a trance state, where she would be unaware of anything that transpired during the channeling session. Don Elkins actually asks Ra in one of the earlier sessions if it would be okay if Carla read some of the sessions they had done so far, so they could show her how truly remarkable these transmissions were. And Ra states that the entity's mind complex was with them during the transmissions, so she was completely unconscious during the sessions, and therefore it wouldn't affect the contact if she read the material. Ra also stated that they are a very difficult contact to make because they send a very narrow band frequency that can only be channeled in a full trance state. So this gives you an idea for why channeled works that are done in the full trance state are so much more profound. Ra actually controlled Carla's vocal cords and spoke through her slowly and carefully so that the contact was direct word-for-word -word communication from Ra, with no translator in between. And this is why, in my opinion, the Ra material stands apart from all other channeled works, in its depth, in its complexity, and in its uniqueness. But there's also other versions of channeling, like automatic writing, which Helen Shuckman used to channel A Course in Miracles over a seven-year period. This technique allows for pen and paper to activate the flow state, while the mind begins to become the passive bystander and slowly enters the channeling state. Now that we've covered the three states of mastery, in the next episode we're going to dive into a foundational teaching from the Upanishads, which I hinted at in the first episode, called the Four Bodies of Consciousness. These four bodies are basically the four modes of perception that we move through in what I call the ascension spiral, which will help us to understand the exact process of spiritual transcendence and spiritual ascension. So I want to thank you for watching this video, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey everyone, thank you for watching today's video. I hope that you were truly blessed by it. And I wanted to let you know that I'm really excited to now be partnering with an amazing conscious supplement company called Organifi. A lot of you know that I'm also passionate about holistic health and nutrition. And Organifi has been a staple in my daily health routine for a very long time. They make the most delicious, organic, and high quality superfood products that I've ever come across. And as you know, a healthy body is a great benefit for spiritual growth because the health of your body directly translates to the health of your mind. Everything is connected. So feeding your body with high vibrational superfoods straight from the earth is one of the best ways to create that environment for a healthy mind. But getting all the superfoods that your body needs in one day can admittedly be a little bit tough. And that is where Organifi can add a ton of value to your life. I personally start every day off with green which is Organifi's really delicious blend of 11 superfoods like ashwagandha, chlorella, and moringa. 
And then in the middle of the day, I'll usually have a scoop of red, which is a delicious energy blend full of 13 adaptogens and antioxidants from berries to recharge your mind and body with a delicious blend of organic superfoods. Your body is an amazing organic machine, but it needs the right fuel and signals to function at its best. And red is full of adaptogens sourced from organic herbs and medicinal mushrooms. And these are compounds that balance hormones, prime your energy pathways, and alleviate stress. So instead of crushing your adrenal system with huge doses of caffeine every day, adaptogens work with your body and give you natural, sustained energy all throughout the day. What's most important to me though about Organifi is the way that they go above and beyond to ensure the cleanest and purest ingredients in all of their products. They are USDA certified organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, certified glyphosate-free, and absolutely zero fillers. So I never go anywhere without Organifi and I never miss a day without taking it. And Organifi is offering a super generous discount of 20% off of your entire order when you use the coupon code ABKEY at checkout. So if you wanna upgrade your health regimen with Organifi, you can click on the link in the description box below to learn more about all the amazing products that they offer. And I promise you that your mind and your body are gonna thank you for it.